0: 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen,
1: you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your host, Sky and Colin.
0: Here's Johnny! Hey,
1: moviegoers! You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and vroom, 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 Colin. <laughs> Wait, I got one. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Ford and Furry. Furry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this movie was about a
0: Ford racing just a furry on foot. I Every time we were texting about this movie, I just kept saying, are we doing Ford versus the furries? Yeah. <laughs> and I kept calling it Ford V for Vendetta. <laughs> is it Ford Verse
1: or Ford V? And that is why we're talking about this movie today. <laughs> we're going to get down to
0: the bottom of this. The sole reason. It's controversial, yeah. honestly. Honestly, out of all the movies we've done this year, this is definitely the most controversial. I was
1: nervous to review this movie, because I'm like, we might lose listeners on this. Yeah. Because people, people are taking a stance. <laughs> and if we land on the wrong side of this fence, we could be asked out of this podcast. Yeah. We're going to have to make a new podcast or just change our names.
0: To Colin V. Sky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I got a better one. Sky versus Colin. <laughs> oh, well, that's the debate right there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's all it is the no. Instagram poll. <laughs> now, I think it's better that it's Colin v Sky. Why is that? Well, if we're going by the order of the movie's title, that means you would be a Ford and I would be a
0: Ferrari. Oh, so
1: yeah, cuz you're like an all-American boy, I'd say. Like you're you're very all-American. I never thought of myself that way. You're you're just salt of the earth. You're you're a black dirt onion. I do you know, live dude, in the black dirt. That I is, that is so true. So do I. Yeah, as do I. But I'm not from this shitbox town you call
0: home. You're from another shitbox box. I'm, <laughs> I'm from a
1: much shittier box <laughs> where the dirt is not good for growing. The dirt. The dirt. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly is your yard. Yeah. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly is mowing your lawn. (laughs) Because he acts in terrible movies and now needs a new job. Job. (laughs) Machine Gun Kelly is looking for
0: change.
1: (laughs) Machine Gun Kelly is flipping through the wan ads. Machine Gun Kelly in... Yellow pages. (laughs) Machine Gun Kelly interviewing for a new job. That's a good one. (laughs) Oh, man. We could do that forever. Yeah. But we won't because we respect the Swampy's time. Yeah, they're like, come on. Come on. Get on with it. When are you going to plug your website? (laughs) The answer is now. Go to com fuckers i like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah ask and ye shall receive yeah go to two message us check out all our shit all the episodes are there all the good content also check out instagram because we're gonna do some some polls soon you know the yeah, holiday season is coming, coming up. up so we're gonna be doing some stuff you know maybe a vote on a movie that we could review another Ooh, bracket we don't Christmassy know christmasy stuff if we don't know then you definitely don't know
1: but stay tuned yeah definitely yeah You know, we're actually recording this episode the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I thought it'd be a fun little thing to uh, ask you right out here. What are you thankful for this year? It's a very personal question.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I am thankful for this podcast. Oh. No, I'm thankful for my family. Oh, you're not thankful for this podcast? I can be thankful for more than one thing. That was my number one. (laughs) Number one, the podcast. (laughs) Number two, I guess my son. (laughs) The podcast, the family and good health Ah, you're yeah. healthy ish fooled, fooled me <laughs> <laughs> and taco bell <laughs>
1: and diarrhea <laughs> i am thankful for machine gun kelly yeah and no i i am very thankful for this podcast mm-hmm. because this podcast has transformed me into for- what well, from a guy who would only see about six movies a year mm-hmm. to a guy who has now seen 176 movies so far oh, this
0: year. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, 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 wow. Oh, oh, okay. You you uh, you said maybe like two months ago, you're like, I'm going to try and go for 200. And I scoffed at it. And then we were both in range. We could both do it. And I have the next four days off
1: this is the first time in 12 years that I haven't had to work on Thanksgiving. That is a big thing that I'm thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now I'm not in retail anymore. Not only am I not working on Thanksgiving,
0: I'm not working black Friday. I'm, I'm not working Saturday and I'm not working Sunday. I'm legit jealous that you're not working black Friday. Not because I wanted to shop just because everybody's off and I'm not. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. That's weird. Cause you're not even in retail. Yeah. Either. It's,
0: it's like, we shouldn't even be open. Our, our company, uh, nobody's even there on Friday. Like half, no, more than half of the company took off. It's like literally like me and like four other people there. Oh, that's cool though. You guys can party. Unless there's like. You must you th- just do Photoshop on your phone all day. I, I was going to say, unless <laughs> customers come in, in which case we're boned because normally you need like 20 people there. Really? <laughs> yeah. So. Yikes. Yeah. But anyway, I'm jealous of you. Yeah. I'm jealous of
1: me. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I don't deserve it. I do deserve it. Dude, this is going to be the first time in. 10 years that I actually get to have a Thanksgiving dinner. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Well, when I started in retail, it was during the time when nobody was open on Thanksgiving. Not even Walmart. Walmart would be closed. But then they would they would open at midnight, and everyone was like, that's insane. And then every other store wouldn't open until like 5 a.m. And then like the next year, it moved up to like, all right, on Friday, we'll open at 2 a.m. Then it became, well, everyone opens at midnight. Then it would be like, all right, why don't we open at 10 p.m. on Thanksgiving? That way people can have a dinner and everything, but then still come to work. And now, in last year I had to do, last two years I had to do this, The one of the malls near us that I don't feel like naming because they're pieces of shit. I know which one it is. Yep. Decided, you know what we should do? We should open at 8 a.m. on Thanksgiving and stay open until 11 p.m. on Friday. Mm-hmm. I believe it. How fucking horrible of a company. And Thanksgiving's not a huge deal of a holiday for me, but I'm sure it is for a lot of people. Yeah. And I a mean, lot of these people, that it's such an important day for the business mm-hmm. that if you don't show up, like... It's usually an automatic, you're fired. Yeah, you're automatically you're fired. How fucked up is that? And be like, hey... Abandon your family on this day where you're supposed to be thankful for the things that you have, but instead come into work so that these fucking pricks
0: can buy garbage, non essentials. It's funny that you were like, oh, you're so all American because like Black Friday gets me so heated whenever I talk about it. And like, that's like one thing I'm like, every Black Friday, I'm like, I fucking hate our country. Yeah. <laughs> and like, shop online. Dude, it pisses, like when you see things where like people are getting trampled for like a sweet deal on a plasma screen TV, it's like, Listen, it's the, oh my God, it's so bad. I'm all about trampling people, but not, not on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying because like, it's all these, these huge companies, you know, the CEOs and stuff, they're home. But then, like, yeah. every, everyone else yep. needs to go and they need to all, all they need to work to make that person money.
1: Corporate's generally closed for a four- or five-day
0: weekend. Yeah, it's it's so dumb. So and the, that, the and people that who mall, are making the most money off of the day. That mall that you're talking about is notorious for just treating their employees like complete Dog trash. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that place. Yeah. Let it burn. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Also, that new traffic pattern they've got going on over there is bullshit. Uh, don't even want to talk about it. That's why. That's <laughs> why, What is this episode right now? Yeah. <laughs> that's that why new I traffic like, pattern. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to Two Dudes Traffic Reviews <laughs> with Ford and Furry. There you go. That actually works, though, because traffic, cars, Ford v. Ferrari, or versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I've heard anybody actually say it. Like Anybody connected to the movie say the title of the movie, Ford vs. Ferrari. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. If... Or Ford V. Yeah. I think we're on Ford V Ferrari because that's just what I've been saying, because why not? Well, we also saw um there's another V movie this year, wasn't there? Oh, for a second I almost said
0: Godzilla vs. Kong, but that's not yet. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, hmm. Monsters vs. Aliens. No. See that one's verse though. And I think that's VS though. That's the thing. It's it's not it's a V. It's not a vs
1: yeah, that, that's true, too. It's a V
0: period, though. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I don't think there's a there's a V movie. I don't think we saw a verse movie. Maybe it was when we were talking about Freddy versus Jason.
1: Nah. Or maybe it just wasn't a movie from this year. Maybe it was another movie I've seen recently that just had a V in it. Not v for vendetta, <laughs>
0: but yeah, uh, we're recording the day before Thanksgiving, so this is gonna come out like four, four weeks from now. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> no, no, this, this is... should be this should be out pretty soon. I think a uh, week and a half from now, two weeks. Not even. Yeah, not so. even. This will this will be out a week from
1: t- the day that we're recording it. Seven days. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, folks. Right how, on. How do you like that? <laughs> we released our JoJo episode today, and
0: then I didn't even realize it came out.
1: Yeah, I had work really early, and I kind of uploaded it at, like, 6 o'clock at night. Yeah, that's cool. Or not, well, not that late. It was probably, like, 3 in the afternoon. But still, I try to get them up in the morning for the Swampies, because
0: if you're like me, you like listening to podcasts on your way to work. I wanted to to ask you, uh, was this a movie you were even even interested in? No, and
1: we did the trailer park on this movie, Mm -hmm. and same thing. I was just like, I don't know. Ah. I think I think I was more excited for it than you. Yeah, definitely. So um, it'll be
0: interesting to see how uh how our reactions to it were. We're going to get all all into it. We're going to put the pedal to the metal. But I just wanted to say like the I was to the metal I was metal. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was like it's nice that they actually like put like some money behind this cuz I feel like oh yeah. like in in my head I'm like I feel like racing movies aren't really like the most like popular movies. You know, this year I watched like The Art of Racing in the Rain, which isn't really a racing movie, but that's like a central theme in it. Yeah. And then like driven, which is like similar, right? Um, and I watched Cars three a bunch. Cars three exactly, and then I was like, I was like, what other racing movies have come out that have, like have big budgets? I really can't think of it. And I was like, oh, the Fast and the Furious. I was like, they're not count. racing yeah, movies, like, though. F- <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be talking about the Fast and the Furious, but oh. you know what? I'm kind of furious myself right now. Why? Well, because I, I want to get somewhere real fast. Oh, where do you got to get to? It's a place that if uh if you told me vin diesel lived here Mm -hmm. i'd be like i can see that but it's a little place that the people are fast and the rides are furious is it (laughs) yeah baby
0: (laughs) hobbs v shaw (laughs) that's what it was oh hobbs v shaw hobbs and shaw (laughs) yeah but what place is it it's a place that they call the trailer park (laughs) Vroom vroom. vroom, vroom. So, what are we doing
1: today? What are we talking? We are talking three Christs, which, for our Spanish listeners, translates to tres leches. Okay, I didn't know that. Good job. Yeah, that's not accurate. Oh, tres <laughs> leches is like the cake. <laughs>
0: like,
1: <laughs> I was. Like, I think I think leche is milk.
0: It's like three milks. Oh, it's a d- difference. I mean, the same thing. Yeah, Christ, milk. It's yeah. all the same. Yeah, you actually, you showed me this trailer this week, actually. Yep,
1: because when I saw, shit, what did I see? I saw something else. Oh,
0: when I saw Ford v. Ferrari, this trailer played. So that's the first time I had seen it. I don't even think this played when I saw Ford v. Ferrari, unless I got there. I, I think I missed the first couple trailers. Was it early on in the trailers? I don't remember, man. All right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not keeping track of that shit. I saw the trailer again for the movie that we saw. For Wait, uh, oh, the one we saw today. No, no, no. I saw the trailer again for the movie we saw back in September when it came out when we saw the premiere. Oh, well, isn't, isn't our non disclosure clause lifted now? People are talking about it now, like, pe- the reviews have been out, so maybe we can talk about it. You but think like, so? Was, what was the time restraint on that? I don't know. I didn't read it. We saw
1: 1917, you cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we saw it way long
1: ago, we saw it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, thanks, we September. saw it. When the visual effects weren't finished. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. We saw it when the credits were literally like 10 names up on the screen all at the same time and then done.
0: Yeah. I walked in like, I think maybe like two trailers had passed. But when we walked in, the 1917 trailer was ending. So we're like, me and Ryan are like scooching through the people to get to our seats. And we're like, we saw this. Remember when we saw it? Yeah, it was awesome. Dude.
1: (laughs) We are so much better than everybody.
0: It was funny actually today uh, before you came in the theater because we actually saw a movie today before you came in. Yeah. The the Knives Out trailer played. Oh, yeah. And me and Ryan looked at each other like, we've seen this already. (laughs) Yeah. You
1: guys only saw it a week early. though. I know. But 1917, we saw like three months
0: early. Yeah. Even longer than that. Yeah. Until January. Wait, I thought it was December. December 25th is limited. January like 3rd or something like that is wide. I can't believe that's going to be a limited release. Well, starting off limited, they probably, for whatever reason, they're like, just throw it out there. Get the 27 or, you know, twenty nineteen. it seems like it's going to be big. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, but that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about three Christ. So you showed me this trailer uh, a week ago. I had never heard of it. Mm -hmm. Did a little research. You did now. I did. That's why that's why you're here. This movie came out in 2017. It oh. premiered at the Toronto Film Festival in 2017. Oh, that's Canada, though. That doesn't count. But that means that it was done in 2017. It was finished in 2017.
1: Yeah. But it's released. Wait, how does Rotten Tomatoes list it?
0: Um, I as think a... 2017.
1: As a 2017 movie? Yeah, they list it as
0: 2017. That's bullshit. The fact that they've had this movie for three years and it's getting released the first week in January. Concerning. That's, yeah, that's like... That's shocking, the, too. The death curse. Yeah, considering the the caliber of the actors that are in this, that is shocking. Yeah, I mean, I always get interested when Peter Dinklage is in something. Well, he's great. I also really like uh, Walton Goggins. Really? Yeah. Bradley Whitford's pretty good, too. Yeah. In in certain things, because, like... Well, he's great when, uh, I want, <laughs> when his... Balls were showing;
1: it was gross. Wait, and what? <laughs> and, <laughs> you don't see it, but two onlookers see his balls, and Billy Madison. Oh, okay. He Falls over.
0: I was gonna like, say, like, oh, did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> <laughs> gross. gross. <laughs> I was gonna say that, like, get out. He's really great, and I yeah. didn't, I didn't like him in Godzilla this year, but that's right. But yeah. he was also in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. John, I think it's Avnet. Is the director on this. Okay. As far as his directorial credits, he has done some movies, but none of which are like really well known. He's mainly a producer. Like, I think he's got directing credits on like 20 something movies or whatever. Okay. Mo- mainly TV shows, actually. But then he's like a producer on like 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't know, but he's he's the director on it. And then I guess this was based on a book called The Three Christ. Or, okay. And then I don't even want to. It's based on a true story, right? That I don't know. I think that's
1: part of it too. Okay. Which is why I was like, it would be perfect for Ford versus
0: Ferrari. Yeah. True stories. It's linked together. But yeah, I like I like the cast on it. And I mean, I'm not stoked on the director just because I don't I don't see anything there, but yeah. the cast I like, so Yeah, it's a lot like when I have a broken arm. I like the cast on it. <laughs> A broken arm. I thought you wanted me to say like, "I really like my arm. I just don't like it right now," or something. I don't know, but I like the cast. I like what you went with that. That was that was that was nifty.
1: You're right. My thing was better.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> how I was in my head. I'm like, "Where is he going
1: with this?" Oh uh, well, you know where I want to go. I want to go watch this trailer. All right. Well, we'll watch it then. Well, here we go. This is how we're gonna
0: talk to us on the show. It's our show. We can do what we want.
1: We didn't even talk about again. Richard Gere. I arrived at Ypsilanti State Hospital, summer of 1959. I'd left teaching to begin an ambitious
0: study of delusional patients. I would really like to help you, Joseph. Please address me as my proper name Jesus Christ, the righteous one am I?
1: There it is, based on the true story. All right, there you go. Perfect tie. Jesus Christ. Nice. have questions what is that uh, that's my point this is, this is another Trust one of those therapy movies oh <laughs> <laughs> I told you about. yeah <laughs> we've talked about in text study their behavior I'm noticing some similarities not to another movie we talked about earlier this year is only be What one is can
0: only you're one a psychologist you comes in,
1: who specializes in people who have delusions of, swells, of grandeur. Of mm-hmm. we do not have There's three that of them there. that he's and helping. Job. Oh, okay, I know you're. you're For a second, glass. I thought you,
0: you yeah, your class. For a second, I was like, no yeah, he's gonna make the. Is this a is Joker prequel no. <laughs> joke? No. But then, yeah, yeah.
1: It's possible I, to really understand someone else's delusion.
0: I do you want know. to know what the. Because it's a true story, I would like to know when this happened. Like, what's the uh, brave and year? and what you're doing. It looks you like it's gains back the in the out day. Yeah, yeah. Look at like the technology and I stuff. Like they're using yeah. reel, reel, yeah. reel to yeah. reel to yeah. record. I'm just like wondering, like exactly what? You mean, maybe I the 70s? Draw 80s? Oh. Mm, I'd say like 70s. Yeah,
1: yeah. It has like that kind of color nice. palette to it. Mm-hmm.
0: With power because it's so lonely By the grace of Jesus Christ You are saved Companionship Joy Hope
1: Will I be able to offer these men A means to find themselves Yeah, I don't know It looks like it's trying to be A real, uh What's the word I'm looking for? Archie? <laughs> <laughs> No, but like not like a tear jerker, but it looks like it's supposed
0: to be like touching or something. I don't know. I no, I can kind of get kind of cheesy. Yeah, I I feel that a little bit. I do like that it's an IFC film. Just they they're mainly like indie films and stuff, yeah. and usually they're more selective with what they're picking out. So that gives me some hope. But um, I mean, you have a really good point about the January release on a movie they've been sitting on for three years. The last time I can think of a movie, to my knowledge, granted, I don't really seek out that information very often, but the last time I can think of a movie being held onto a studio for that long was when Kidnap came out with Holly Berry. Oh, God. And that movie was like awful. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This looks like if I didn't know that and I was watching the trailer, I would be like, yeah, this looks pretty good. Like, I think it is definitely trying to intentionally make you feel things based on like the subject matter when i watched the art of racing in the rain actually that was a movie that felt designed to just make you sad or like make you like get an emotional response out of you almost like cheaply and this feels a little bit like that but if i didn't know anything about the release day i would i would almost this might be like the same way i was feeling about like the uh the goldfinch where i'm like oh this looks a little oscar baity type thing you know what i mean Right.
1: I mean, this would still qualify for Oscars, though. Right? Even in January. I. When's the cutoff?
0: I never remember. I think the cutoff is twenty nineteen. Oh, really? Yeah, but that's why. Like, I think most, like, there will be movies that will come out in twenty twenty, but they will have played for I think two weeks in twenty nineteen or whatever the the you know the year that they're qualifying is. So yeah, I think I don't think this would qualify for t- twenty nineteen. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We have enough movies to worry about. Yeah, there's
1: plenty of movies to consider. This this has
0: me intrigued though. Like this isn't something that. Well, because the the cast is yeah. there,
1: man. I'm like mm, that. I feel like at the very least, if because the director hasn't done a lot, if it's not helmed well, I don't think there's gonna be bad performances here from these people. Yeah, these are all people who I've seen deliver some excellent. Fucking performances and as some very interesting characters and a wide array of characters. Like these are not actors who generally just take the same roles. Like they're all character actors who are really good at like those big moments and like that
0: dramatic stuff as well as the more humorous stuff. I I really like Peter like I mean we're talking about all of them, but Peter Dinglich I think fits right in that category with what you're saying. Cause if I'm correct, his last five movies have been Between Two Ferns, a comedy. Um, Angry Birds 2 uh, That's you know, an animated movie obviously Infinity War Action movie I mean Game of Thrones he was in And then he was in a movie called I Think We're Alone Now Which was like a post-apocalyptic drama Which was really weird It was just him and one other person And it, that came out in 2018 I think Okay But yeah like He's got so much range And I don't know I generally love everything that he's in I don't love the movies that he's in always But I love his performance in every movie he's in Ditto Do you got anything else on this? I don't. You want to get out of here? Yes. I feel like that was the quickest trailer park we've ever had. Mm, Maybe. Maybe not. That's because we're speeding away. Yeah, because we're at the 64 Le Mans. More like the
1: 69
0: Le Mans. I don't even know what these noises
1: are. (laughs) I have a question for you. What's up? Before we start talking about the movie, have you ever heard of this fucking race? Before this movie. I had heard of the race, but I didn't know anything about it. I've never heard of it or nothing. And not to say, like, oh, I love cars. I should have known about this. But, like, I mean, we've heard of the Daytona 500. And you hear of, like, the like the Indy whatever 500. It's all 500s. Yeah. I know that's not true. But still, <laughs> like, there's a lot of these races where it's just, like, they have name recognition. Never heard of this race.
0: Yeah, no, I I had heard of it, but like I said when we did our Hobbs and that I'm not a a car person, so like, right? I didn't know anything about it. I actually, I (laughs) I didn't laugh in the theater, but like while I was watching, I was like, this race is fucking crazy. Yeah, like, and but like the part after the movie, I was talking about it with my brothers. The part that cracked me up was just that they start the race and they just fucking run to their yeah, they run (laughs) to their car,
1: sprint to their car, and they pull out like it's a fucking parking lot yeah. on black friday uh, yeah <laughs> and they drive at j- just the same, same. <laughs> literal
0: cars exploding re- right out of the gate it reminded me though of that football league that the guy from wwe tried oh, to XFL. start xfl
1: yeah instead my- of a instead of a
0: kickoff instead of the kickoff had- they just run for the ball like a couple yeah. of rabid dogs just, <laughs> just yep. run down the field that's what this race was like <laughs> <laughs> So the name I recognized, but the actual events that happened in the race, I didn't know. Also, it's also funny because like Daytona 500, like I know about that race, but I don't ever really think about how long it is. Right. And then when they're like, it's a 24 hour race in my head, I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. But then I actually remembered uh, when we were kids. Do you remember Gran Turismo? Yeah. There were races in Gran Turismo that were literally 24 hours long.
1: Wait, it took you 24 hours to finish the race in game time? Yeah. Or in real time? No, in real time. Jeez, like man, like I
0: never played that, but I remember one of my friends in high school. He was playing, and he told me this could just be bullshit. But what he told me was that there was races. and I feel like they probably haven't forza now and stuff. But it was a race where yeah, like you play the game, and then when you're ready to stop playing, you just pause it, save it, and then you pick it up next time. You continue the race. Holy damn! Yeah, that would be
1: so boring. You're literally yeah. just doing the same track over and over again for 24 hours. Yeah. That's the dumbest idea for a video game I've ever
0: heard. Well, if you're trying to be super real. No, that's whack. See, now you're being real. Yeah, I keep it real. I keep it real. Your shit's whack. Your shit's whack, bro. Gran Turismo, you get, ain't got nothing on the
1: cot. Get Need for Speed Underground too, you loser.
0: I was more of a carbon person. Need for Speed Carbon. Ooh, I'm more of a burnout guy. I was more of a... uh a diddy kong racing fan Ooh, i was more of a stunt driver guy remember that game a uh, final fantasy stunt
1: driver oh i was more of a final fantasy person too i have a lot of fantasies i have a lot of (laughs) fantasies
0: (laughs) there is a final fantasy racing game one
1: time ludicrous was like what's your fantasy and i was like you don't have enough time to listen to all of my fantasies (laughs) Gonna get you in
0: the back. See, <laughs> windows up. That's the way I like to fuck.
1: <laughs>
0: surprised that that's a song in your repertoire.
1: Yeah, I've also been described as ludicrous, so <laughs>
0: I thought you're going to I thought you're going to say, "Yeah, I'm also ashamed." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am not ashamed.
0: But um, yeah, no, I didn't know anything about the race. I mean, I knew if it existed, I just didn't know anything about it. And then some of the things I was just really amused by. Yeah. But yeah, you want to just start getting into this? Yes, please. Please! Please! What? I wanna go. <laughs> we have a time limit. So James Mangold, he's the director on this. And I think when we did the trailer park, I had mentioned that. And I was like, bro, James Mangold, Logan, let's go. Yeah. Man, he directs the shit out of this. Yes, sir. He has done now, like, a few really good movies and then a bunch of just very just, just good movies, but like yeah. I feel like he's he's really consistent. He's a consistent. Yeah, that's the word I was going where He's he's been very consistent w- with with his movies. So the next time he puts something out, like I feel like everyone should really pay attention to the name now when it pl- comes yeah. up on the screen. Now you know when these movies come out, it's like from the director of like Logan and Walk the Line. I bet you it's going to say Logan and Ford vs Ferrari.
1: Yeah, or Ford v Ferrari, depending on exactly where yeah. you stand on yeah. the matter.
0: So it's going to come up Ford vs Ferrari. I'm like, what the fuck's that? Wait, what are you? talking about when did that come out <laughs> is that like one of them like indie like short stories like uh, was that like a Hulu original <laughs> that doesn't even count okay, wait, that went straight to Shudder It's like Crackle <laughs> yeah Crackle <laughs> Jez Butterworth and John Henry Butterworth they're, uh, the, they're the writers on this I owe so much to them
1: they're amazing. On pancakes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I <know>. love <laughs> I love their work with syrup. <laughs> it's I've I, I honestly I could feel their sticky, sticky hands
0: all over this movie. <laughs> I think I mentioned on the trailer park also, but they were the writers on Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. And Lived I Repeat. Yeah, Lived I Repeat, exactly. Yeah. And I've said before, I think that's a fun like a good movie. Nobody saw it, but I it's a good movie. I haven't seen it. You should see it. Well. And we'll repeat see, it. Repeat we'll the whole see. process. After twenty nineteen, I can start watching movies from other years again. Yeah. Uh Inspector, which is the latest James Bond movie to come out. So I think they've done movies where the writing's very strong and I think they've done movies where they've got a big budget. And this movie has a big budget. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Which is very refreshing because what movies what small scale movies get huge budgets now yeah like every movie that's that gets a huge budget is like a marvel movie or a sequel calm down scorsese
1: that wasn't that wasn't a negative calm down elizabeth banks that wasn't a negative (laughs) calm down james cameron don't you dare talk bad about (laughs) Jim (laughs) now. Jim's Cameron's on the shit list. Yeah. He's done enough to his own name.
0: But Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when was the last time we talked about a movie this year that was like, this is a really like original or like a smaller scale movie and it's got like a hundred thousand or a hundred million dollar budget on it. Yeah. Probably.
1: Actually, I I can't even think of anything. I almost said once upon a time in Hollywood, but then I'm like, no, No. that's pretty large scale because just how many A-list actors you got in it. Yeah. I mean, I think
0: even Hollywood was like 40. Really? Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah, so it's fucking crazy. I mean, it makes sense. They literally have Ferraris in this movie.
0: Yeah, they they do. But it's that
1: costs money. It does cost money, but even like, if you're renting one for a day. What that's...
0: do you, what what do you think costs more money though? Uh like Leonardo DiCaprio there for an entire movie or to get some Ferraris? I feel like it's got to be Leonardo Leo. DiCaprio, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I was I was Leo just... is the Ferrari of actors. Yeah. It's the Lambo.
1: Matt Damon is the Ford. <clears throat> <laughs> and Christian Bale is whatever car can turn into other cars. He's a transformer. Yeah, he's a transformer. Yeah. More than meets the eye, baby. He's Bumblebee. <laughs> I've always said Christian Bale, such a Bumblebee. <laughs>
0: really? I feel like he's more like Ironhide. Ooh, maybe <laughs> more like Rawhide. This is taking us so long just to get through like the cast on this movie. <laughs> this episode will be four hours. <laughs> I really like the cast on this movie. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into the acting and stuff, but uh No, Matt... we won't. Oh, okay. We're not going to get into that. Sorry, guys. Changing the game. Matt Damon though, he is I would say your main character. Yeah, I he... think we spend the most time with him. Yeah, but he's Carol Shelby. Uh Christian Bale, he's Ken Miles. Yep, John Berthal, which I was really happy to see him in a movie where he talked. Yeah. <laughs> no knock on
1: PB Falcon, because I loved that movie. Yeah, but no, I, I liked that movie a lot also. One of my notes, one of my early notes is um, we're one minute into this movie and John Berthal already has more lines than Peanut Butter Falcon. <laughs> and it's just like during the like they're still playing like the, you know, the little credits on the bottom of the screen. And he's just walking into the Ford factory. And you just hear him go, hey, how you doing? And he like shakes somebody's hand like as he's like greeting people <laughs> coming in. And I was like, oh,
0: there it is. <laughs> he's, he's got more. He's already got more lines. You know what was nice about about his performance in this movie, though? This was different for him. Because I yeah. feel like he, he does a lot of the same. Yeah, he usually plays like a tough. Yeah. And, and this was a little bit different. And I liked seeing that. Because I do like him a lot as an actor. Yeah. I just wish that he would do a little bit more you know, have a little bit more range. And this, this was a step in the right direction for that. Noah, uh, I think it's Noah Jupe. We literally okay. just watched him tonight because we saw Honey Boy tonight. Okay. That's the same kid. Yep. That is very cool. Yeah. Because,
1: yeah. How many other actors we got to talk about?
0: I was only three, three or four. More? Yeah. Oh man. All right. Get through it. And then I want to get back to the kid. Well, I wanted to say Tracy Letts, he plays Henry Ford II. Okay, I thought he was really good. He was good and what he, what he did. Uh, Josh Lucas played basically the douche of Ford. Oh, I hated him. I hated him, but that like, again, you were supposed to hate him. So good on his performance. So real
1: quick, middle of the page, I wrote VP guy is a walking penis in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best note. <laughs> he's not He's not a dick. He's not a cock. He's not a prick. He's a penis. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no, he's I such you. a penis throughout this whole fucking movie. And then for the rest of my notes, I refer to him as Mr. Pee
0: <laughs> Mr. Pee <Pee-pee. laughs> I fucking hated him. I, it was funny because we left the theater and like everyone that I saw this movie with one with like my whole family, but unanimously we were just like,
1: that guy sucks. <laughs> he has such like a cocky
0: snarl about his face. Mm-hmm. Fucking penis. Yeah. No, I hated him. And, uh, Katriana Balfe, she plays Molly Miles. She's his wife, but uh, yeah. she's got a few very... For me, actually, she was very funny. She has some really like heartwarming scenes, but there's a few lines that she has and just moments where like she made me laugh. The part with the lawn chair, that was hilarious.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good.
0: But you want to get back to Noah Jupe? Absolutely.
1: Hit me with it. Well, we have talked about on this show a few times because we've seen a lot of movies this year that had child actors in it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get a ton of screen time. Don't blow your load for the Honey Boy episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't. But I'm just going to say in this, one of the best child performances I've seen. Because I know I haven't really called that out a lot in these. I know you've you've been really good about pointing out when you see like really good child performance. Uh, like in Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was really good. This kid, especially because he doesn't get a ton of screen time, but he makes the most of the time that he is on screen. Yeah. And the emotion that he can give in a scene is super impressive. Yeah.
0: We've talked about, you know, like you just said, child performances throughout the year and stuff like that. Out of anyone in Hollywood right now that is like starting to blow up and get more movies that's around this age, he's the best.
1: Yeah. He, He's next level awesome.
0: He was actually—I'm trying to remember the movie—but he was in a movie recently with, I think, the kid from from Good Boys. I think that's that's what it was. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But the two of them have just been blowing up, and I mean, he has been in—he was in um, a Quiet Place, which you loved. Yep. He was actually in Suburbicon with Matt Damon. Oh, okay. And Suburbicon wasn't that good, but he was good in that movie. And then he was in Wonder, and I didn't see Wonder, but I heard that that was like you know a feel good, you know, gonna kind of make you cry movie. And he was great in that movie as well. So, okay. He's a kid now where like already as a, whatever, he, I don't know how old he is, 12 year old. Something. I'm just like, damn. Yeah. This kid, he's electric on screen. He's so good. Yeah. He was like a huge, huge standout. And
1: especially when you are acting alongside Christian Bale mm-hmm. and, you know, Matt Damon, I feel like that's how I would rank him. It's like Christian Bale. Bale and Matt Damon. Yeah, I mean, not that that Matt Damon's even bad in this at all. I really liked Matt Damon in this,
0: but I mean, their careers are very different. Their careers are very different. I really like Matt Damon. I actually like Matt Damon a lot, but Matt Damon, the years have not been kind to him lately Yeah, because like 2017, yeah, 2017, I think his year was Suburbicon, which is bad, downsizing, which is bad, and The Great Wall, which is trash. Yeah, and like I don't think he really did much last year. I think he popped in; it did like a cameo in in two movies. And this year, he's been in this, and he's been in um Jane's Silent Bob reboot. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if you go back and look at some of his older stuff, I mean, Saving Private Ryan, right. Dogma, the Bourne movies, the but Oceans then it's movies. like
1: how long ago were those movies? And then how long can you ride on those coattails? That being said, he was also an Interstellar. Yeah, he's an. Inter-
0: He's been in a lot of really good stuff. I mean. Yeah. And and that's he's another person where like I don't ever really think that he's bad in a movie. I think that he's just in bad movies sometimes. Right. I, I just think Christian Bale's I, career is more consistent. I was my next thing I was going to say was I completely agree with you. I like Christian Bale way more. Yeah. like Christian Bale. I think he has more of a selling point. Yeah. He, I would say is. he's more of a selling point. And also like we talked about actors that completely transform themselves with Jake Gyllenhaal and like Walking Phoenix. He's like gotta be right up there with another one dude i don't know if he's ever used the same accent twice
1: (laughs) yeah because in this his character is british yeah and christian bale also is british correct Mm -hmm. yeah he is he's still doing an accent like he's still not just talking in his own voice yeah he's doing it
0: he's got this like almost like british twang to him (laughs) Yeah, like, it sounds
1: different from his own voice, but he's already British. Mm -hmm. Like, if he just spoke in his normal voice, nobody would call him out on it and be like,
0: hey, you're not even trying. It's not even that. He just, like, embodies, like, he has all these mannerisms that help him embody this character he's trying to create. His talent and his care for what he does is
1: exceeded by nobody
0: yeah it was fun the movie started and like the first couple lines both of them had i was like oh damn yeah yeah i was like this because i knew how long the movie was it's pretty long i was like damn like two and a half hours of like this but i'm really digging this already so you get right out of the gate and this is a testament to the writing
1: you get right out of the gate exactly kind of what their characters stand for and who they are and it, it establishes motivations real fast. Mm-hmm. And I loved both of these characters within their first scenes. Their first Same. moments, I was just like, oh, I am in on this. And not every movie has done that for me this year. Most movies, either it takes me a while to either understand why I should care about the main character. Or some of them are just like, I don't give a fuck what happens to this guy. Yeah. These people immediately... I'm like, I fucking like these dudes. Yeah.
0: They are awesome. You know what was also, like, just, I guess, uh, refreshing? In a lot of movies, there's a, there's something that happens right in the beginning of this movie with Matt Damon where they're basically like, hey, you got a heart condition. Like, you can't race. And I feel like a lot of movies would have just been like, it's in my blood. I got to race. Like, yeah. fuck it. But then he's just kind of like, all right. But they still show him, like, he, like, leaves and he's pissed off and he fucking just peels out of the parking lot. Yeah. And <laughs> he's wiggle, He's like... He whips it hard. Yeah, He's like <laughs> weaving through the road, and like cars have to hit their
1: brakes. And it's like, all right, you might be a great racer, but you're a shitty driver. <laughs> There's but, a difference. Yeah.
0: Fan, I I love both characters. Actually, the two main characters, one thing I loved the most in this movie was the juxtaposition between them and all these corporate snobs. Yeah. I mean, like Matt Damon's character kind of knows how to play the game, but right, Christian he walks, Bale's character he walks that line. Yeah. Christian Bale's character is just like, doesn't give nah, a fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. One thing I love about this movie, as I've said already, I'm not a car person. This movie is really not a car movie. This movie's like yeah. five genres. Yeah, for real. Cuz you know, at one, at one point it's really just a father-son movie, mm-hmm. and it's also a drama, and it's also kind of a comedy. Yeah, dude, I laughed a lot in this movie. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's like, you know, a theme in the movie is, like, perseverance and, like, yeah. how far will one person go to, like, change the, not the world, but, like, to accomplish a goal or, like, bring people together. Dude, it's an underdog story on multiple levels because Ford being
1: the underdog against Ferrari, but also everything that they had to do to, uh, to uh one, have... Carroll Shelby like actually be in control of the team and like how they build the car and like mm-hmm. what they do and two to actually get the racer that he wanted and for Christian Bale to actually get to race this car and to be a part of this against the wishes of the uh, Mr.
0: Pee-Pee. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm I'm just gonna say this with Mr. Pee-Pee. Apparently, this movie is fairly accurate to the real story. Yeah. It seems like the changes they made are very minor. The biggest one it seems is that relationship. Apparently that guy wasn't as big of like a thorn on their side throughout okay. the whole thing. But, but you I, need an antagonist. Yeah, I was going to say, but there that he's there to kind of be a foil and push like things along. Uh, but
1: dude they wrote him perfect for that then. And that yeah. credit to that actor, because I don't think I hated a bad guy more this year <laughs> than how much I hated him. Yeah. Like, I, I can't think of any movie that I
0: watched this year where I was more pissed off looking at the villain. I'll say now it was it was one of my later notes, but the movie does a really good job, and like you said, like uh, as far you know, in terms of the whole year, how good of a job it does of making you hate its villains. Like we've yeah. seen like Marvel movies and like superhero movies and stuff like that, and it's on par with how much you hate them. And the movie does a really good job of like, okay, that's who you're gonna hate, and that's who you're gonna hate, and then as the audience, you literally hate them. It's not someone where you're just like, yeah. oh, you're the bad guy. I hope they beat you. Like yeah, you're, you're like you're not you ambivalent at clown. all.
1: You are involved, yeah. and you are furious <laughs> every time he shows up on screen. I was like, I want to fucking punch him. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 gonna if I ever see this fucking penis in real life, I'm gonna punch him <laughs> right
0: in the tip. <laughs> It's like a downward uppercut. What's a downward? <laughs> I was going to say, what's a downward uppercut? It's not even practical. <laughs> it's a downer cut. <laughs> but Even like uh, Ferrari, though, when they go to him, they basically give him like, I love the whole thing where he's basically just like, <laughs> he just goes off on John Berthold and then John yeah. Berthold has to repeat it. Like, that was great. He like, says so you make ugly cars in the uglier factories. But he goes he's... hard on it, though. He calls you fat. Yeah, he's like, and your mother... All of your mothers, everyone who works in this plant—they're all whores. Yeah, and like basically just like, <laughs> and you're like just like a nobody compared to your dad, and like goes off on them. and then he has to repeat it back to, to Ford. And yeah, but he, he,
1: the way he says it to him, like, th- it's almost like a running theme. Like, if you want to succeed under Ford Junior's reign. Talk dirty to him. You know what I mean? Call him a piece of shit and spit in his mouth. He loves it because it happens a few times because there's the John Berthal thing. And then he kind of like gives him a look like, hmm. and then he gives John Berthal exactly what he wanted. He's like, you know what? We are going to build a race car and we're going to take those motherfuckers to the bank. And then later it's like, tell me Shelby, why shouldn't I fire you? And he's like, well, you fat piece of shit. We made your car faster than any car that's ever been built before. And it cuts back to four and he's licking his lips. Yeah, he's just (laughs) like, like, go to war. Go (laughs) to war, Shelby. Everybody out of my office. Tell my secretary to send in the Vaseline.
0: <laughs> they, they send it on I'm a gonna, cart.
1: I'm gonna grease up my body and <laughs> they just slide like... into the tailpipe of a focus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they bring in a cart with one of those metal like trays with like the handle. And it's just <laughs> yeah. a tub of Vaseline under it.
1: <laughs> it's under <laughs> it's on a platter from like a hotel under like one of those the big <laughs> silver like engraved yeah. covers. It's like chuckle. <laughs> it's, Vaseline by Marriott. <laughs> what is this bullshit? This is a five gallon tub. Bring me the ten gallon tub. <laughs> Do you know who I am? I am Ford the Henry Junior!
0: <laughs> but cut the Junior! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeez. Oh yeah, baby. Not enough Vaseline in this movie. I will say that. That's, yeah, my, that's probably my pro- biggest negative. I wrote the same thing down.
0: TBH. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, they they made you hate everybody. That one guy, uh Penishead, yeah. I I hated him though. Yeah.
1: He's I hated him more than Ferrari. He yes, he was the worst. Ferrari is barely in it and hardly plays a villain. You do the whole Ford versus Ferrari th- angle plays off almost like a mob movie. Yeah. Like it feels very like mafia, like the families going to war with each other. Yeah. Just very very interesting cuz yeah, like there's it's almost like espionage between them and there's sabotage. Like, and- well, there's a the whole thing
0: with Fiat, which, which yeah, is exactly. which is historically accurate. That's another thing. Like I did a little bit of research and there's a few things like peppered in here and there that are, actually happened like later on that they like hinted at. Yeah. So there's like the thing with Fiat where basically they were just using Ford to like up their bid with Ferrari. I mean, with Fiat, right? which they actually ended up uh, partnering with. So like stuff like that, I thought was really cool. But yeah, no, I got the mob, like there was the one guy and he's like taking pictures yeah. at the at the meeting and stuff like that. One thing I didn't want to get to. We hit on a little bit with Noah Jupe, but the father-son angle of this movie mm-hmm. was really strong. Like oh, really strong.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I think for us to continue talking about the movie though, I want to start spoiling stuff cuz so far we haven't spoiled
0: anything. Yeah, this we can hit we can hit all the the spoilers here. All right. Spoiler
1: alert. Spoiler alert. So, the moment where I was just like, this kid is magic mm-hmm. was when they were doing the test run in the car and his brakes light on fire. Yeah. Which I did not know you could do. So, remind me never to do that.
0: <laughs> never light your brakes on fire. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, he's driving so fast that the brakes just like burn out and then he, you know, crashes and then the car like bursts into flames. Mm hmm. The look on that kid's face broke my heart. Yeah. I have a feeling that James Mangold was like, All right, Christian Bale, get out of the car. Uh son, we're gonna put your real dad in that car now. <laughs> because yeah, it feels like it feels like his dad was the stunt man on there and he actually watched his dad blow up in that car because the feeling was so real and he what that emotion he
0: portrayed there was so impactful. There's a few times in this movie that have really good like tension or like you feel so much for the characters that you're like, oh please no. Like that part was like his dad better not be dead. Like yeah. I'll I'll be destroyed. And this yeah. movie's only been going on for like twenty five minutes if that happens. But that look of shock, because that's what it was. Cause like
1: kids can do like the no my daddy yeah but he was just stunned silence shock like so intense Mm -hmm. in that moment i was like oh this is awful like this is so painful to look at but he was okay they pulled him out of the car and he was fine yeah but it's also kind of foreshadowing for something that happens later Mm -hmm. which uh i did not know the real story which is why the end of my notes the last thing is fuck dude fuck Fucking
0: fuck fuck. <laughs> well, that's that is another one of my notes. I think this movie, when it comes out, or like even like if you're probably reading like a lot of reviews, it's probably like the feel good story of the, the year because like it definitely is a movie that's supposed to make you like like pumped up towards yeah. the end and stuff, but it does not have any reservations about getting sad because no, not at all. There's a lot of parts that like it goes to places where I was like, man you're pumping me out right now. Like, this is, yeah. I feel I feel like I'm hitting, it's hitting me in the feels and I'm feeling sad right now. A lot of that has to do with the father-son dynamic of it, which I think, you know, out of any of the subplots in the movie, that's the strongest. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the way that the movie kind of wraps up at the end, you're on a huge high and then that happens and you're. I had the, had the same reaction. I was just like, fuck, man. And we left the movie theater and Ryan was like, I wish he didn't die. As if it was like a yeah. thing, like a like a like a choice that they made, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, we're gonna kill off this character. Well, dude,
1: it was such a bummer. What a what a sad low note to end on. And I actually really like movies that you know don't necessarily have a happy ending. I wouldn't say it's not a happy ending, but it's a bummer, man. It is it's a such they, a bummer. They and give
0: you a few lines at the end, like uh, of text that are supposed to be like, but. You know, he was, like, inducted into, like, the, whatever it was, like, automotive, motorsport Hall of Fame. fame. But, like, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like (laughs) Yeah. And
1: that was the same way I felt about, because, spoiler for the race now, Mr. P wants him to, because he's so far ahead in the race, uh, but Mr. P is like, it would be a good idea if you slowed down so that the three Ford cars can all finish at the same time. It'd be a great photo op. I hated that. Hated that. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. But Christian Bale hits his perfect lap. Mm-hmm. And that's actually like one negative I have on the kid. And it's really more so like the whole moment. It's not the, his fault. Like he was it told to him he's like, the perfect lap. Yeah. I was just like, eye roll. Yeah. Like, uh, you didn't need that. But Christian Bale is super elated by this. And you can tell he's just over the moon. Mm -hmm. And then he's looking in his rear view and he doesn't see anybody. And he's just like, I got what I came for. I wanted the drive. I wanted the, I wanted the race. So he agrees. Mm -hmm. He crosses the finish line with the other two and then they screw him out of his triple crown. Yeah. So he would have won all three of these big races in the same year. And he was told it would be a three-way tie, but for some technicality because the douches and the suits don't like him. They gave it to the guy who started from the furthest position back. Yeah. So he was first, and then the other two tied for second. See, Bullshit. I was so angry. Yeah. I was so fucking mad. And I think you're supposed to be like, yeah, but they got the victory. Like, Shelby and him got the victory because he got his perfect lap. He got to drive that drive. He set multiple records. That's the other thing. If you're Ford, why wouldn't you want him to just obliterate everybody even if it is your other cars because you can show off look how fast our car is look how amazing our team is Mm -hmm. look at what we accomplished we broke and reset six of our own records on this track the first time we ever
0: brought one of our cars to this race and we destroyed i said the same thing leaving the movie i was like if i was ford i would have been like no just have them just fucking just destroy it. yeah like, lap him again yeah like
1: tell him to go nuts yeah
0: that's what i would have done but that's what like the photo op thing and it happened in real life so i can't you know it's it's not a knock on the movie yeah at all but like the f- three cars finishing at the same time thing when it was happening i was like this corporate douche that's the cheesiest thing i've ever heard of in my life like yeah. you no, know, but yeah that that actually happened and he, yeah he did get screwed screwed out of it in real life i think he actually finished in first but i think it was a rule where he because he slowed down there was some some rule that basically it didn't disqualify him but like some rule where there was like a tiebreaker that pushed someone else above him that's so lame yeah i read the rule and i think it had something to do with because he slowed down that's so stupid yeah that's the dumbest thing in the world yeah
1: so i hate i hate that yeah, I maybe. mean it's not the movie's fault because that's what really happened but I fucking hate it. A the- lot
0: of the movie though like if you actually like think of like the purpose of the movie though I think the per- you know a large purpose of it is is uh telling you like the untold like st- story and legacy of Ken Miles because I feel like a yeah. lot of people don't know it and now, I didn't know it at all. Yeah and now he's probably going to be have heard of
1: Carol Shelby.
0: Yeah. But now he's probably going to be a name people know and they're going to know like this guy was the fucking man and he got screwed out of it like yeah, You know, this is almost kind of like a... Kind of doesn't paint
1: Ford in a positive light, though. No, but I do love that they call him the Deuce, though. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, because he's Henry Ford the second. Yeah, the, the, the deuce. deuce. Like, the Deuce is coming in. I'm like, that's fucking cool. I'm
0: like, yeah. We're headed <laughs>
1: into the double Deuce. <laughs> so, I mean, you did some research on the actual race and the actual events and stuff. Uh, do you know like is the door thing that door issue that he had that really happened? That too? happened for real. Wow, that's
0: nuts. Yeah,
1: be driving that. Dri- he had to do a whole lap with his door open essentially. Yeah, see, that's see, scary. I
0: don't know if he did the the whole lap with his door. I, it was either he did the whole first lap with his door or he started the race and then pitted right away and then fixed it. But the thing that his door wouldn't close to start the race. Mm-hmm. is true and that's why it's even more impressive that he won because he had a huge, huge he was, handicap he was lapped within the first lap of the race basically right it's a good thing it's
1: 24 hours long yeah holy <laughs> shit it, and it's also like funny that or I guess ironic that he would have come in second based on a rule in the book like a technicality in the rule book because they basically airbud this movie a little like they airbud the race in what way because how they completely replace the brake system, and they're like, no, you can't do that. It's like, where in your book does it say you can't do that? They're basically just like, oh, well, it's not... <laughs> it doesn't say that you can't do it in the rule book. Yeah. It doesn't say you can't have a
0: dog operate right G- this car. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So they they air butted Le Mans, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I, th- I thought that was cool, though. Also, like, good on them, you know, ingenuity, right? Yeah, exactly. When you mentioned the door... When it was happening in the movie, I was like, this is so theatrical. Like, you didn't need this. This is already, like, an intense moment as is. And I looked up, and it was real. I was like, fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, the the speed they're going. And then he's just like, trying to close his door. Yeah. (laughs) I think you'll agree with me. This is what I want to get into. The standout moments in this movie, for me at least, are the racing scenes. Oh, dude. Incredible. And, yeah. I mean... from all aspects dude we've
1: talked about so many movies that try to do these action set pieces where you're in cars or on motorcycles whatever and it feels so fake and you and it feels sped up or like cgi blah 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 this feels so real and it looks beautiful and you get really interesting shots Mm -hmm. not only of the track and the cars on the outside but like you're getting different shots on the interior. Yeah. yeah,
0: James Mangold said he wanted to have a lot of shots in the car, and he wanted you to like be able to feel the car, what's going on, and feel the elements outside of the car, and nailed it. Yeah, perfect. And
1: they're all they're very unique too, because there have been a lot of their racing movies, mm-hmm. and you kind of know what to expect from. A lot of different shots, especially within the car, because you're in such a restricted space. Usually get your straight on through the front windshield. You get your side on the driver's side and you get your side from the passenger side and maybe a dash. This, there's some really good close ups. There's like a lot of uh, really good shots where you kind of get to see. Through, like, a POV, almost, because, like, what he talks about earlier in the movie with his son with, like, when you're going that fast, you can see, you actually see everything. People think it, you narrow your vision through, like, this tunnel, but what you're actually doing is opening it wider to see, like, you literally take in everything when you're going that fast. Mm-hmm. and you actually get to kind of feel that and witness that through the way that certain scenes are shot from within the car. Mm-hmm. It really like opens up
0: the landscape and it's fucking cool. And it's so beautiful. Like, yeah. There's, awesome. there's multiple racing set pieces in this movie. All of them are really intense. Yeah. And oh, the sound you know, design. Well, huge help for that. I, I was going to get to that too, but there's uh we mentioned 1917, 1917 felt like a ride. Yeah, this also felt like a ride, though. And there was a few times where I was like, I could see people. like If you go see this in Dolby or something, a big screen, I could see people getting motion sickness because you really feel like you're in a car. And yeah, you already talked about the great camera work in the car. There's some really awesome uh, tracking shots along where they're actually following the car. And you also mentioned CGI, which I wanted to get to. This is how CGI should be done because it's not all real. I mean, yeah, they did use a lot of real cars and all that stuff, but they had to use CGI for a lot of it, too. Yeah. and for the most part you can't tell what CG and not and yeah, thats I couldn't re- and that's really what you want CGI for you want CGI to implement the things you can't do and seamlessly blend with what you have yes yeah, so use it as patchwork.
1: you don't use it yeah. as the base of what you're doing
0: and yeah so I was I was really impressed with that but going on the sound design, I I think this should should be nominated for sound production sound agreed. design. agreed yeah agreed. I'm going to throw this out there now. You know what? Let me pump the brakes. Let me pump the brakes up before okay. I say what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Is it what you're going to say about sound design? No. Okay. Well, no, just the sound design is insane in this movie. You know, you hear a lot of movies where oh, the cars are revving up and this and that. Like it's it's almost something you don't even think about. But when you watch this movie, dude, it's, you can tell how elevated it is because you're just more like, than that, damn, dude. Because yeah, you you it, can hear the brakes. Yeah, it's really awesome. You hear
1: the shifting. You not only do you hear like the brakes when he hits them in the car, you hear the sound of them like grinding on, mm-hmm. well, not grinding, but you know, like that kind of almost like a whistle when they're when they're going that mm-hmm. fast and they're, dude, it's the intricacy and the amount of detail that they put into the sound, because it is important for that. And even like the sound of
0: different engines, the sound, uh, ups the tension in moments. Like yeah. even like that second race where he, Dude. he comes out for the second lap, which, which by oh, the, the way, anxiety, the, the second race in the movie is my favorite race. It's- more even more than the uh the 24 hours of Le Mans yeah the second one where he comes down and he pulls up the sign and he's just like seven thousand plus drive like hell like yeah that last lap I was, was so, so like awesome. white knuckle but like yeah yeah the sound like just like the sound actually the way the engine revving like heightened the tension it reminded me a little bit of the stopwatch in the back of Dunkirk like yeah the, yeah no I just I loved it I was honestly I was blown away by the racing scenes in this movie and that was something that I wasn't even really into like people at work are really excited for this and i i have a lot of people at work that are really into cars and i was like i've heard it's good like i hear that you know if you're a movie lover you'll like it and but if you also just want to see cars fast you'll like it too and then in my head i'm like i don't really give a shit about cars going fast but then when i'm watching i'm like wow this is fucking awesome like yeah it was
1: really fucking cool watch your back cars
0: (laughs) franchise i i haven't enjoyed a movie filming car sequences this much since baby driver and oh Baby yeah, Driver cool only point. came out two years ago, but then like you know, past that, I really can't think of one that I like this much. Like Taldega Nights, exactly. There you go. <laughs> um, what was the one with um, Chris Hemsworth? Said uh, it's called Rush. I don't remember that one wasn't I bad. A lot. I think that's what it was called. All
1: right, but yeah, dude, good time. I was not expecting it, especially because, yeah. like I said, we talked about it at the trailer park, and I was just like,
0: I'll go see
1: it because Christian Bale and. You know, good director, Matt Damon, like all this stuff. I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm sure it's going to be good. And there was getting some good buzz, but I wasn't really looking forward to it. I didn't think it was going to be bad, but I wasn't like, oh, I need to go see this. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy I saw this.
0: Yeah, this is... I think I'm going to buy this day one when it comes out. I really want to buy it and then like watch it down on the projector downstairs. Oh, that'd be very cool. Surround sound, all that. Do you have any negatives? I have one.
1: Honestly, my biggest negative is hard to fault the movie for it, but it is kind of just the feeling I had at the ending. It like it didn't feel as climactic as I or triumphant. Like, yeah, or triumphant as a lot of the other scenes. like I feel like there was more of like a like an exuberance feeling. Or a payoff. Of, yeah, more of a payoff in like the second race. Like you said, like the one where it's like if you don't you know if you don't win this then he can't be the driver. Yeah, And the fact that he comes in second and like they rob him of the victory. I didn't feel like I was a part of their personal victory. Like you can tell that they are both okay with it. And I think that's supposed to tell the audience that you should also be okay with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I wasn't along with that. That There's the only time where the movie diverted from what I was feeling too. Yeah. For the most part, I was right there with them. I liked who I was supposed to like. I hated who I was supposed to hate. I got excited for them when they were getting what they wanted, and I was getting upset for them when they were getting, mm-hmm. you know, sandbagged. This is the only time where they were okay with it and I just wasn't, and it's the it's the only time they lost me along this whole journey where I was like, fuck and then of course like the sad and i like sad endings but like how it feel, it feels so wrong and it feels so bad and again it's not the movie's fault because it's what actually happened but yeah when christian bale's character died i'm just like damn that's that's a bummer and then the eye rolling moment of the perfect lap from the kid yeah so like it's not, it's not a totally perfect movie, but
0: I don't have any like major negatives to it because all in all, I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Everything that you just said, I, I completely agree with. It wasn't a negative for me just because it actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. So like for me, like maybe you could have left Ken Miles dying out of it and then maybe you could have just had that at the end of the movie, like when it came up in black and yeah. something. But at the same time, I think the wrench scene with Matt Damon at the end was, was very powerful yeah and I like I like that scene a lot so I don't know I, th- that's not something I faulted it for really my only complaint that i because I actually tried to think for a bit because I had my grade and then I was like so what were the negatives like what actually like brought it down or like brought it down at all like and I was thinking for a while and I could only think of one that was like anything significant and it was just it's long yeah and it feels a little bit long and like I would say the end of the first act a little bit of the second act it's yeah kind of, it's kind of like when they're doing stuff before they really get into like building the car and racing the car, well, it's a lot of stop and go. Yeah, through the middle, and when you're showing all of, the characters, you too. can do
1: whatever you want, and then it's like, no, you can't. All right, well, I'm gonna do it this way, and it's like, all right, you can do it that way. And then the next scene, it's like, you
0: can't do it that way anymore. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm
1: gonna do this then. And it's like, okay, you can do that. Yeah, this, I can't do that.
0: There's a lot of stuff towards like the you know beginning of the movie, maybe through the halfway mark. That's a lot of politics. Yeah, with the companies. Yeah, and some of that stuff I thought it dragged. Like there's movies that have been longer than this movie, and they they felt shorter while watching them. Right. So I mean, it was just it, it didn't really bother me that much, but there was a little bit of time in the middle where I felt like it was dragging.
1: Yeah. Okay. So
0: I'll give you that. But yeah, really, really tight movie overall. Though I really, there, I I tried to think of negatives for it. Awesome. Yeah. Well.
1: I want to know something. I want to know if uh, the people out there, critics or audiences, found more negatives than us, or if they just loved it.
0: What's the tomato-tomato? Tomato-tomato, the critics, tomato, 91%. Very good. A-minus. A-minus. Tomato, the audience, 98%. Whoa, A+. plus. Yeah. This is the second movie we've had in a while where the audience and critics are both right there. They're just like, yeah, this movie was good. Yeah. (laughs) fucking fucking a man that's uh that's some good shit right there a minus to a
1: what you got so i'm gonna go to motto okay which is an a plus mm-hmm. uh because it's more positive mm-hmm. and overall i did really like this movie but i gave it an a nice yep right there with you yeah same motto, thing a Yep. nice mm-hmm. we're back on the same page same way we were like. off yep. we were off for a little bit not by too much but we had that streak of we were just getting the same exact grade for everything. Yeah. Then we fell off for
0: a couple of weeks and now we're back, baby. We're back. Yeah. We'll see how long Look it lasts. And you fucking Shelby and Miles. Yeah. <laughs> what a team. <laughs> oh, man. You can escort me out now for that. Yeah. <laughs> we're like the Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> of So we hate Podcasts. each other. <laughs> we yeah. hate each other, but together we could come together and make shitty movies. Yes, exactly. Nice. I would love to make a shitty movie with you.
1: I'd be all about it. Yeah. Let's call The Rock and Kevin Hart. <laughs> They'll do anything. <laughs> we were talking about we think this should get nominated for sound design. Mm-hmm. Best picture nomination. You think so? I think so. I could see it. I can I can also see best supporting actor for Christian Bale. Uh, Yeah, I could see that too. And uh, he'd be a heavy contender. I still think that if you put Willem Dafoe in that category, he should win. For the lighthouse? I don't know anymore, man. You, do you think this would beat Willem? No. Or you've seen something else. I've uh, seen
0: we've seen something else that you. I think could beat Willem. Say nothing more. Yeah. I agree though. The lead actor nominee, I feel like you've got at least five that you're you'd be happy with. Maybe even more, maybe like seven. Yeah. Supporting though, there's not that many. There's like maybe like three or four that I feel strongly about. Right. But I would feel very strongly about Christian Bale. Same yeah. thing with Willem Dafoe.
1: Yeah, I feel like even though I'm I'm pushing for Willem Dafoe to take that category if he is indeed nominated in that category.
0: I can't see him not being.
1: Well, the only way I'd see him not being is if he is nominated as lead actor and then Robert Pattinson as supporting. Oh, I guess it depends on how they bill it and how it's submitted to the Academy. I think I think Willem's going to be supporting. Okay. So, he's who I would be rooting for, but if you know, and the award goes to Christian Bale, I would not be upset at all. He Mm -hmm. does such a good job in this. And he is a big part of why you care about this story. Yeah. He is very much the heart and soul of this
0: movie. Ken Miles was the man of the people. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you know, we're talking about movies, you know, Oscars and stuff like that. The year started rough, but I feel like now, last year there was I think nine, maybe ten movies nominated for Best Picture. I feel like every other week where I'm getting some, we're getting something where I'm like, yeah, I could see it being nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, Charlie's Angels, exactly. Uh, Charlie's <laughs> Angels, um, The Good Liar. Uh, Arctic Dogs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I if mean, you love
1: early two thousands animation, you'll love Arctic Dogs.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, recently this Parasite nineteen seventeen is coming, Honey Boy is coming. What do we do, re- Jojo Rabbit? Jojo, yep, yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot that's all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit. Damn, there's movies. We're getting movies. (laughs) Heavy hitters. The Lighthouse,
1: yeah. Exciting times. Mm -hmm. So we hope you Swampies are super excited too. We got more reviews coming, of course. You can't stop the boys. (laughs) You can't stop your boys? (laughs) You can't stop your boys from bringing the noise. (laughs) (laughs) For more gems like that, (laughs) you can't stop what can't be killed. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) We... We are essentially the Rambo and/or Terminator franchise. No matter what you think of us, we're gonna keep coming at you. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You can love us or hate us. We're gonna keep doing it. Yeah.
0: And the content it might get worse. You never know. Probably does. <laughs> no, Probably, no. I, I think, think I think we're taking off. Oh yeah. Everything, everything's everything's up. It's all up. It's, it's all coming up. Two dudes. It's coming up. Two, two dudes, t- dudes are up.
1: Dude. <laughs> Double deuce is the year of the dudes. (laughs) It's about to go down. So, you guys better hop on this train and stay on this train for, I guess, the rest of your life. Yeah. Or until we decide we don't want to do this anymore.
0: That'll never happen.
1: (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. (laughs)
0: I'll
1: call you tomorrow. Colin, I can't do it. I'm done. I'm over this. (laughs) Harry,
0: I've reached the top. (laughs) Right in the schnoz. I had that on last night. Nice. (laughs) Because it's on Disney Plus. Yes, it is. Also, I'll just say this. Look out for some new merch. Did
1: you like that new design I did? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. No spoils for the swampies. But mm-hmm. if you want to see our merch, go to 2 reviews.com And if you want to win some free merch, leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Baby. Yes, please. We are so, so fucking close to the goddamn
0: end. <laughs> and we can just send you free stuff. Yeah. We actually really want to send you free stuff. We really want to give you some stuff for free. I love going to UPS.
1: See, I actually have a scale and shipping stuff and can print my own postage at home because I'm a professional. Wait, 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 wait. We got to talk about this off air. Oh, no. For real, for real. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I see. Yeah. I see it now. Okay. Okay. Little secret just for us. Yeah. Suck on that one, Swampies. <laughs> How does that feel? People are gonna be maddened. What <laughs> was that? I need to know what they were talking about. <laughs> and on that note, suck it, Swampies. Cliffhanger.